Well, it's not, I don't think it's, it, I don't think there's a cost factor between junior and regular ADU. I think the thing is like a garage conversion, what they actually have to do, they have to trench like three feet around the entire garage foundation and poor reinforcement. So that's why a garage conversion may cost, you know, 75 grand minimum, you know, because they have to do all those kind of engineering, you know, supporting things. And then it doesn't matter how big your ADU is, if it's 150 square feet or 1200 square feet, as you know, in real estate, the most important or most expensive things are kitchen and bathrooms. Welcome to the Selling Sandoval podcast, where we dive deep into the world of real estate in sunny California. I'm your host, Victoria Sandoval, and I'm thrilled to have you join me as I sit down with top-notch professionals, market analysts, and influential leaders who have mastered the art of closing deals. Together, we'll explore the ever-evolving market trends, debunk myths, and empower you with the tools to negotiate like a pro. So whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent seeking inspiration, this podcast is your key to unlocking real estate success in California. This is the Selling Sandoval podcast. I'm Victoria Sandoval, and I'm excited to embark on this journey with you. Hey guys, welcome back to our second segment. Today, we're going to talk about ADUs. Da-dum, 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 drum roll. I know, ADUs <laughs> and junior ADUs. Everyone's so interested in knowing about these, you know, these different topics. And, yeah, uh, it's, a new, it's a new sexy thing in town, you know? Oh, my clients want to buy a property so they can build an ADU. I'm just going to pan them over to you. You should. Give me that. Yeah. Why? So, What's their purpose, though? What is their, what is their drain? Is it an income? Is it for family? Like, what, what are they? Family, income. I have a situation right now where my client, um, he wants to build one for his mom. He wants to move into the property. Uh, he wants to sell his house. Mm-hmm. I mean, just everyone's kind of, like, downside. Yeah. I mean, just in general, if we're dealing with inflation, people are just trying yeah. to find ways to... Yeah. Just, you know, and, and it's, and it's cheaper to build an ADU than go out and buy a single family, exactly. you know? And so I, the reason why I ask is that's the first question I ask any of my clients that want to know ADU. I go, what's your purpose? Because it really sets up what kind of ADU you should build. Um, when it comes to junior ADUs, I'll tell you this, if you're an investor, you probably shouldn't build a junior ADU because the way the law is written is that you have to be present on site. You have to live in one of the, either the junior ADU Correct. So if you're looking at it like, oh, I'm just going to build this junior ADU and take off, you can. I mean, you could send your mail wherever you want, but you put yourself at a little bit of a risk and, you know, getting fines, things of that nature. If you decide, if you get caught, maybe a tenant turns you in for whatever reason, I don't know. But, you know, junior ADU is, is very different than an ADU. So for those of, for those people listening in right now, mm-hmm. um, first time on the podcast, what is an ADU? What's a junior ADU? What's your background? Okay. Why are you the man to talk to? Oh, I am the man, I guess. Well, first of all, I've been I've been dealing with ADUs, dealing appraising ADUs since 2017. Prior to like the way this is when they were first being kind of talked about in California. They were approving them statewide. I mean, every city at that point had their own ordinance. So the state says that if it's a detached ADU, you can build up to 1,200 square feet. If it's an attached ADU. Um, it can only be up to 50% of the gross living area of the property. So if your house is 1,800 square feet, your ADU cannot be, if it's an attached, cannot be larger than 900 square feet, right? And so those kind of things, the minimum size requirement is 150 square feet, max, let's say is 12. But then certain cities adopt their own ordinancing, like maybe Encinitas says the largest you can build is 750 or Carlsbad or whatnot. And so you have to balance expectation, what you want. And what that city may have in place already that says, no, here's your cap, right? right. Um, so that's what it is about ADU. ADU is an accessory dwelling unit, meaning kitchen, bathroom, sleeping quarters, mm-hmm. right? That can be rented separately. Mm-hmm. It does not have to have separate meters and things of that nature. 
Um, but that's like 80 on one side. The junior ADU is capped at 500 square feet. And again, the minimum size is a 150 square feet for a junior ADU. So we had a yeah. client that wanted to buy a property and build an ADU, and they wanted to know how much value they were going to get, how much it was going to cost. Do you yeah. recommend they contact you to go out to the site before they even submit an offer, or how, how? I think that's a good starting point. Before you think, if you're going to go buy out a buy a house, you probably want to know, and that's your intent. Your purpose is to build an ADU. At that point, you want to figure out, hey Sydney, hey Victoria, how do I put this thing together? Is it worth it if I build this size? Um, you know, what's my return on my investment? So I tell people this, if you're like in South park, they like them small. I mean, really small. So 150 to 300 square feet, that's it. Right. But if you're in, you know, here in San Diego, we have three main universities. We have SDSU, we have USD and UCSD. So if you're in Claremont, you're feeding into UCSD. They usually go max out to 1200 square feet because you're by universities where they charge on average a thousand to 1200 per student. So if they build a you know, a, a 1200 square foot ADU, four bedrooms or, or so, you know, four bedrooms, three bath, they can fit. Four bedroom house for 1200, what? 1200 square We're talking students here. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they don't need space. So, like feet. yeah, so they can throw five students in there and they're, you know, their valuation is between six to $7,200 a month where you're not going to get six to $7,200, you know, renting to like one family, right? So it's understanding your market if you're by universities, by hospitals. What's the size and what is your intent on building this ADU? And then you get into like design styles and things of that nature. And then lots, which is a, how do you identify the right lot for an ADU? It gets really, you know, convoluted with uh, information. So as far as a junior ADU, yeah, how hard is it to convert a junior? It's not just a garage conversion where you just throw up drywall, right? There's a process no. in order to get it permitted. Yeah. And what does that usually cost compared to a regular ADU? Well, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think there's a cost factor between junior and regular ADU. I think the thing is like a garage conversion, what they actually have to do, they have to trench like three feet around the entire garage foundation and pour reinforcement. So that's why a garage conversion may cost, you know, 75 grand minimum, you know, because they have to do all those kind of engineering, you know, supporting things. And then it doesn't matter how big your ADU is, if it's 150 square feet or 1200 square feet, as you know, in real estate, the most important or most expensive things are kitchen and bathrooms. So whether you're fitting a kitchen and bathroom in a, a thousand square foot space or a 400 square foot bay, you're still paying for kitchen and bathroom. And those become the more taxing dollar amount things. What I suggest people do is always go full electric because then you don't have to run gas lines. And then anything new construction in California, you have to be like net 20 anyway and have be solar ready. So if you have it where you put the solar panels on the property and you have a, you know, a, a electric range, you're actually lowering your overall cost so that even if it's a rental, you're saving on, you're not paying for extra gas. You can roll that electricity back into what your solar panels are already giving you. So a little bit of a hack. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some implications, benefits or restrictions of an ADU? Um, I would say, well, now coastal San Diego, you have to have a permit in order to rent your ADU for vacation rental. So again, depending on where you're going to be, I would figure all those things out prior to, so you don't set yourself up saying, Oh, I'm going to make all this money on Airbnb. And then they say, no, you don't have a permit. You cannot legally rent this on Airbnb. And you have the tap, the police force. That's like, Oh, trying to find who's advertising legally on Airbnb for the rental on the coast. So they are they're monitoring airbnb they're monitoring vacation rentals or vrbo and whatever else is out there to find people that don't have the proper permit to be able to do that and so even now what i'm hearing is when realtors are 
pitching properties at their caravans, they're saying this property sold with the permit to have vacation rental, which makes it the appeal factor already there. You don't have to wait two years to get your spot to be able to rent your property. Is that, that's, is that, oh, that's false, right? Does no. it, don't you have to reapply as a new owner? It doesn't, Do it transfer over? I'm not sure if it does or it doesn't. I have a girlfriend that has what she said. I, I believe she had mentioned that you do have to reapply as a new owner. It can't be transferred over. I don't know. Oh, so if they, if they approve you for, let's say, two years and you sell within that two years, it cancels it? I think as a new owner, you have to reapply. As the new owner has to reapply. Wow. Don't, know, don't quote me on this. Guys, this isn't scripted. We're not, you know, this is, we're just having a good yeah, conversation. I know. And I heard okay. it's also a lottery in certain areas. Yeah, it's a lot. it could be a lottery as well. Yeah, yeah, certain cities will have a certain number of, I guess, here's the thing about vacation rentals. Great. Yes, you can make great dollar, but the midterm rental route, I'm telling you is, it's amazing. And not only that, you don't have the turnover. Yeah. Vacation rentals, you make good money, but you're turning that unit over every two days, three days, four days, services. the cleaning services, oh gosh, the, the, you know, it gets more run down and things like that. So if someone's thinking and you're by hospitals, you're by a V hospital, top, hospitals are paying top dollar over above market that you would rent to a family. For, oh yeah, absolutely. You should come up. You should come up with like a checklist of like the, the places that are a little bit where you can get more bang for your buck. Can, can you help me with that? Sure. All right, cool. There I you mean, go. You're gonna know more. You're like hospitals, you crazy. Like I can get more value here, here, and And we do. We 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 check stuff like like furnish finders. We check for like midterm rentals, um, air DNA. We can figure out like because the thing is is it's there's two th two different things happening. There's like what the client wants, and then what the lender will accept. See, the lender is not going to accept vacation rentals, I believe, unless it's on your schedule and you've been doing it for a couple of years. But here's where it gets hairy. Let's say, Victoria, you've been renting your Airbnb for 240 days out of the year. Awesome. But then you're selling it to me and I'm only renting it for 100 days out of the year. The valuations are vastly different. So if the if the lender is approving on approving your, your Airbnb or that product, based on days on market that are rented that it's not a safe bet for them right this is why they this is why they usually go like 12 month leases because they're like 12 month leases or 12 month leases we can track that year after year but you know um the vacation rental is actually becoming you know very much more how do you say like you know even how you sell it off to someone else or how, it doesn't transfer so someone's like well you're selling to me something that I don't really, I'm not guaranteed to get in return. So do you guys offer, since you failed ADU, do mm -hmm. you guys offer financing or do you have an outside company that, that you go through? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we offer financing the whole bill. So there's different things that we're doing in regards to, um, buying out properties outright, or, you know, maybe the homeowner wants to be a part of the investment cycle with us, or they just want to be complete. They just want to get paid out in the, in the beginning. So there's different ways how we structure that. Okay. Um, and, and we're, and aside from Airbnbs, I mean, um, uh, ADUs is the SB nine. I know we're going to trick you guys a little bit, but I think that's a really important way to, to also get how you can maximize your value on one lot and then add single families with ADUs by lot splitting the, a larger lot. You can do a lot of lot splits and that's, that's going to be the biggest boom here in California mm -hmm. is splitting up a lot. And I think I gave you an example earlier where we took a lot, it was about 19,000 square feet. The home sat in like the left corner on the street standard sign, and we split the lot twice. So each now each lot was about sixty three hundred square feet. Build a single family sixteen seventy two square feet with a five hundred twenty five square ADU mm -hmm. um, above the garage, all full electric. Each of those properties were valued at nine nine hundred ten thousand. So that homeowner went from an eight hundred thousand dollar home 
to now a $2.5 million property that can sell off separately, or you can manage yourselves as rentals. So Amazing. it gets crazy. What about somebody that has four units and wants to build an additional, an, an ADU or two of these? You can build up to this two is ADUs, tricky. right? You can build up to two ADUs on one lot. Yeah. One, J, one JBU, basically. So you can have one garage conversion mm -hmm. and two ADUs. Now, if this property has four units, I'm gonna give you a tricky one. Go ahead. Four units, four garages. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, this is this is not tricky. This is actually happening. So in North Park, a, um, a friend of mine, uh, um, Luke Middleton. So he had a, I believe it was a four unit. It was a one home in the front, and no, it was a one home in the front, I believe, and then a two above the garages. It was it was four garages. He converted the garages into two separate units. So now we're dealing with a total of five units. So then it's a Fannie Freddie thing on how they're going to lend to it. But outside of Fannie and Freddie, if you're renting to a, a, a real investor, they're going to get approved typically like DSERs through a lender. So it's based on income. So then you're looking at a, a cap rate because it's more than four units. We start using cap rates and valuating that. But that also is a bigger boom. I'm going to even give you another tricky one. Another, build, another builder I know, he did one in Claremont. He took a single family home. That was zone multifamily. So he took a single family. Zone multifamily. He right. chopped it single family home into three separate units. Oh. Then he built two ADUs, 1,200 square feet in the back, two story. Actually, it was 1,180 square feet each. Are we playing Monopoly here? What's going on? I'm, we're, we are playing Monopoly because people are figuring out like with zoning and the ADU law. So he, had, he ended up going from, he bought a home. I don't know how he didn't get involved in this deal. He bought the house for $1.3 million turn it into a triplex and he built two ADUs. That home was valued at $2.675 million. And he bought it for how much? 1.3. And he's getting about $15,000 a month on rent. He, he's got a mixture of Claremont. Oh, positive. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's renting mixture to uh, midterm rentals, nurses, students at the same time. So it offsets his overnight millionaire for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. How, we need to buy something. Should we go buy something? Oh, let's go. Sorry, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been great seeing you again. Likewise. Um, we did two segments the same day, so we had to act like it's two different days. So don't should I have changed my shirt or something? We okay, should have an outfit change. Same thing. You, you too, though. <laughs> <laughs> did you do the shower? <laughs> no, shower? Who showers anymore? Thank you so much. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they contact you? Um, you can contact me like by phone, email, website. I would say go to IG. I'm on IG a lot. My uh, Instagram is South Shore underscore appraisals. Uh, phone number is direct 619-453-2799. Or hit up Victoria and go, hey, I need a good appraiser. Can you find someone for me? And then she'll reach out to me. If you're looking to buy a property and build an ADU, you want more information about the value, the cost, he's the, he's the person to go to. You want uh, just want to know what your home's value is. He's the person to go to too. So um, if, you, if you want someone to sell that property, then there's your gal. Thanks for watching. Bye. Ciao. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Selling Sandoval podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more valuable insights and practical tips. Remember, 
Whether you're a buyer, seller, or an aspiring real estate agent, the Selling Sandoval podcast is your trusted companion in navigating the dynamic California real estate landscape. Until next time, keep dreaming big and making those real estate dreams a reality. This is Victoria Sandoval signing off from the Selling Sandoval podcast, wishing you success and happiness in all of your real estate endeavors.